Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Nightlight, everybody. Thanks so much for sharing your evening with us. We're looking forward to tonight, especially because Michelle's here. First, I want to thank Ken Quiethawk for his amazing introduction. You can find him at nativestorytellers.com. He and his wife are native storytellers, and it's an amazing way of preserving history. And if you've never experienced any of their stories and their histories and their mythologies, You've missed an amazing part of, of history. So I encourage you to check it out, experience it, and be enlightened. Saying That said, um, Michelle and I are here tonight to um, enlighten you, hopefully, um, entertain you for sure, and, and spread some love, light, and laughter wherever we can. Michelle, welcome back to the show. It's been two whole months. <laughs> Has it been that long? I guess so, isn't it? Yeah, I decided to come down with bronchitis, and then um, Blog Talk decided to have uh, glitches of their own. So, yeah, it's been two months. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? Ah, well. lie. <laughs> it, it definitely does that. So, But I'm here. You're here. We're doing it. <laughs> yes, we're we're back in the saddle, so to speak. <laughs> And, you know, I was going to ask you, you know, I, we briefly were talking before the show about, it, to me, I'm experiencing the changes of the seasons so much more profoundly than ever before. Now, I know we're in a, a cycle that probably has re- been repeated millions of times, but in my lifetime, I don't remember the storms that we've been having, nor the mm. shifts in temperatures and stuff. Um, is there anything astrologically that would say that, you know, this was happening, or is it just nature doing its thing? Well, it's not really, uh, I can't say that it's anything real specific astrologically, but then I'm not really a weather astrologer. There actually are people who are weather astrologers, and they would probably have a lot more to say than I do. Uh, But I will say this, I mean, uh, where we are in time, 
Jupiter is in a certain place, but Saturn and Pluto being where they are in our lifetime, we really have never seen Saturn and Pluto together like they are now. And uh, they are in Capricorn, and Capricorn is a cold sign. So Saturn, which normally is a cold sign by itself, Pluto is not necessarily a cold sign. It's a transformative sign. So um, you could say astrologically that there's something happening in terms of uh, the planets uh, activating the season. But, um, I, you know, I don't want to jump to that conclusion. I want to say rather that uh, as we are moving forward, we have a ferulic activity taking place uh, mm-hmm. that is going to change everything. And right now with Jupiter and Pluto together, I mean Saturn and Pluto together, and Jupiter will join them uh, early next year, and all three of them will then be in uh, Capricorn together. It's about structure, and it's about a transformation of structure. And if we see Saturn as part of the issues of uh, climate, then we have a transformation of climate as well. Uh, Jupiter will expand everything, so whatever we're seeing now is just going to get blown up and be seen even more. It'll become even more obvious. And by the time we get to... Uh, the Aries ingress, March the 18th of 2020, uh, Mars actually adds to this picture. So it's a conglomeration. It's quite a statement for that three-month time period. And, uh, of course, that's the time period from March um, the 19th or 18th to um, June the 21st. That is the period where activity with uh, war has been the most pronounced of any other quarter of any year in the history of the world. So now, now I have to a have question about that, I, you know, hmm. you say you say war, and of course everybody thinks of bombs dropping and things blowing up. But can mm-hmm. it also be a war of of conflict within the person themselves? Does it does it absolutely have to be a physical war? Can it can it also be a war of philosophies? You know, when we talk about the natal chart, there's tons of stuff that could be going on that cause uh, a war internally for the individual. When anyone who's on this call, and my reference to March uh, the 18th of 2020, at that point in time, uh, we have, uh, what is it, Mars, Jupiter, both around 22 Capricorn, and we have uh, Pluto right in the same zone, maybe 23 or 24, and then we have Saturn at 28 or 29. So uh, if a person who's listening knows their chart at all, uh, they can be activating uh, something in their chart. For example, with that in Capricorn, anyone who is a a cardinal sign, cardinal signs are Capricorn, Aries, Libra, and... uh, there's my brain again, cancer. So you've got anyone who's born late in those astrological or zodiac signs or has maybe their Mars at that degree or or their moon, they're going to have all kinds of issues of conflict and challenge that it's it's not going to be an easy period of time for them. If, if you have um, these two planets that have been standing there doing so much transformation in in the world for the last year and a half, Saturn and Pluto together in the 20-degree zone, 
they uh anyone who has a sun at 20 degrees or or mars or the moon or those are key and mercury they're going to be experiencing major transformation of their thought process or their energy process or or um, their feelings, their emotions. Um, it could be that they are having a real challenge with family. There's a lot of things, depending on where a person's uh, planets are in their chart. Um, the only so it, thing is... So ahead. it's basically we're coming into tumultuous times. Oh, and we've been in them uh, probably for the last year and a half, and uh, and next year is you know it's Saturn will finally go into the next sign, but it won't mm-hmm. be until after the ingress chart, which takes place in in March. So it will, sometime April or May it finally goes into the next sign, and uh, that doesn't mean it stays there because it's famous for going back as well, but. Uh, then you have where we've gone for the last couple of years with uh, Saturn and Pluto together, then we're going to have Jupiter and Pluto together uh, all year, most of the year next year. Well, so that said, <laughs> we have people waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's an explosive statement because Pluto is transformation, but it's also explosions, and when you add... Mars to it, there are very, very large explosions. So between March the 20th or March the 18th and June the 21st, there will be explosive things, and depending on where that ingress lands in, it doesn't land on an angle in the U.S. chart, but uh, that doesn't mean it doesn't land on an angle in California or in Oregon Mm -hmm. or Massachusetts. It doesn't mean that. Uh, you'd have to look at them for those cities to see where where will where these major explosions are going to take place and what kind of explosions will they be. Depends on where it lands in their charts. So. Well, it's going to be an interesting time, that's for sure. But that said, yeah. we do have people waiting here, and oh, let's see don't. if we can spread some some light and some sunshine and some positive vibes uh, towards them. <clears throat> we have Deidre here. Hello. Hi, Deidre. Deidre. Hi. What's your, what's your date of birth? Um, April 4th, 1966. And time of birth? 7.39 a.m. And location? Torrance, California. Torrance. I wonder how it got that name. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Torrance. Yeah, I, 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 that's always been an odd name to me, so I just wonder. Mm. I don't know if you know the I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's just kind of an odd one. It, you know, it's not it like is. something. <laughs> where right, we really came right. From. Okay, so what did you want me to focus on? Is there anything in particular? Well, I am in the midst of transformation. All areas of my life feel like they're in flux, but moving mm-hmm. forward, I need to be able to provide for myself financially. And mm-hmm. it just seems like any career that I look into, nothing from the past and nothing I look into is sticks. And I, again, I feel like I'm in a transformation and want to step into something new, but I don't, I don't quite know what it is that would mm-hmm. suit me. 
Well, you know, you, uh, we'll just talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh, for the last couple of months, uh, last three months, the moon has been traveling over. Uh, you, 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 you're, about, you're about to have a lunar return is what, what I want to say, okay? Uh, but okay. for the last three months, the moon has been traveling over your Pluto and Uranus in the house of creativity. That's also the house of investments where we invest in ourselves. So, And it's in Virgo, and those two planets are in Virgo in this in your natal chart. Your natal moon is actually in Libra. But having the moon in Virgo, our progressed moon, we find ourselves like having this uh, need to do the right thing, need to have the perfect combination. It's got to be exactly, it's got to fit all the little details that you're looking for. And it it can be challenging because uh, n- normally spirit has a way of working with us, and it doesn't look like it fits all the little nooks and crannies, but as it kind of floods into the space, it does fit. So you have to be careful not to let your emotions dictate what you're feeling or thinking or, or looking at. Pluto okay. is in your ninth house right now. It's at 20 degrees of Capricorn. We were just discussing this. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. is at 14. And you were born with Saturn at 22 Pisces, and your Mercury also at 22 Pisces. And Saturn is uh, the ancient ruler of your midheaven, which you have your midheaven in Aquarius. So as Saturn continues to move forward, and and Pluto, of course, is ripping it all up, uh, Pluto is saying, let's let's transform this, this career of yours let's transform it and having Aquarius in midheaven you're not a person who necessarily uh, puts roots down in a career and wants to stay there forever Uranus normally says if it doesn't have good variety in the career itself it's not going to stick for very long it'll stick for a while but it won't stick for as long as I might like it to stick so yes and uh you were born, of course, with Uranus and Pluto opposing Saturn, so there's this balancing act because Uranus is the other ruler of this midheaven. So it's, there's a part of you that says, but I have a dream, and then there's another part of you that says, but I need to support myself, and then, then you go back yeah. and forth. I want to be creative, yeah. and yeah, but i got to support myself. So the, yeah. your belief system isn't allowing yourself to realize you can be creative and can support yourself. <laughs> If you, don't, yeah. if you don't go for it, you'll never understand that or realize that. And um, so what's actually happening is uh, Pluto uh, is going to have Saturn catch up to it in January. And when it does, you have that beautiful sextile. And Saturn says, come on, we can do this. And I would think that in January you will probably finally find something that you'll say, wait, this is more aligned with my dream. It just isn't here yet. So okay. if you kind of sustain yourself for a couple of more months, it should manifest in late January um, and maybe even early January, but it's, it's January is the time frame where you're going to get the most help to have this manifest. And what's kind of great okay. is we're just talking about how Jupiter is going to follow up, and it will. Um, as it follows up, it's going to make that sextile. Um, it's not in January that will make it, but I'm going to move forward just to tell you when it will actually get up there, and here is where it does. Here it starts to apply, and that's in the beginning of March. So when it makes that sextile, what ends up happening is it expands your possibilities. It expands your dream. It expands your options. So that's kind of exciting. 
and uh, in your chart, um, uh, Jupiter is uh, the ancient ruler of your house of wishes and dreams, the one where your Saturn is deposited and your Mercury. And and so it's basically saying I can expand your dreams, I can give you more, you'll have more opportunity. So that's exciting. And uh, okay, look for your uh, natal. Why do I not see it? Oh, because it's all kind of by itself. And the good news, of course, is uh, when Jupiter goes a year later, it will go into um, uh, Aquarius. So in 2021, around this time, it will maybe just a little bit later, probably around the mid to the end of March of 2021, uh, Jupiter will start applying a trine to your natal Jupiter, and there you will not only... Uh, feel good about whatever this career is, but you're going to get the raise you're looking for. There'll be uh, an opportunity for an increase in money. Okay. 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 So sit tight. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're still <laughs> so if be- I have a cre, if I do have a creative product that I'd love one day to manufacture to do, uh, again, it goes right back to what you're saying about my creativity and yet making a living. Um, yeah, I well, you know, this creative product, you have to you have to just say to yourself, I'm doing this, you know, I don't know too many creative people who are capable of just ditching their whole families and walking away and starting their creative process, you know, under a tree. Uh, most of most creative people have to find a way to squeeze it in between everything else. And then eventually yeah. it's on its own and then you're able to just go full time into it. That's the way most people do it. Um, yes. Some people, right. I guess, are lucky, and somebody just gives them a lot of money. And you can go down that right road if you have a prototype. Uh, you can go out and start raising money for yourself. It's not unheard of, and it certainly can be done. It just depends on, you know, how marketable and if you can write a good prospectus uh, so that you can sell an investor. Uh, they need to be able okay. to see a five-year projection as to how much money can it make, where is the market. This day and age, you have the ability to do that with Facebook because you can, on Facebook, go ahead and uh, delineate your target market and test advertise to them and see what kind of response you So, And it doesn't cost So I wish you tremendous luck with what you do. I mean, if we looked further at this, I could probably tell you what kind of I'll probably I'm I'm going to get in touch with you um, privately. I'll, I'll find I went to your website, so I'll go to your website and then I'll contact you oh. there. Yeah, give me okay. a holler and we can set an yeah. appointment. Really yeah. talk to you. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Good Michelle. Luck, I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank bye bye. Thank you. Okay. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it always is. I love it yeah. when people. Do take that little jump, that little leap to manifest what they want. You know, it takes a lot of courage. But, oh, yeah. you know, if you don't the leap, you and yes, a lot of people have to fall a lot of times before they get right to where they need to go. Why? Because it is a complicated thing, getting a product off the ground. But I got to say, in this day and age, compared to 40 years ago, it's a lot cheaper to give it a try. You can leap a lot. <laughs> You can leap well, a lot on two hundred dollars in this day and age. When you when you look at Einstein, who found a thousand ways to not make an electric light bulb, and you know, <laughs> oh, that was it. Edison, you mean Edison? Yeah. 
Edison, yeah. Okay, yeah. we've got um, Kimberly here. Hi, Kimberly, you're on the air. Hi. Um, Hi, Kimberly. What's your date of birth? It is <clears throat> November 5th, 1970. Happy birthday to you. It's coming up. What time were you born? Um, 8.04 a.m. And where were you born? I was born in um, Talladega, that's E-A-L-L-A-D-E-G-A, Alabama. Did you say Caladega, Alabama? Talladega, T. T as in Tom. Got A-L-L-A. Okay. I probably will have to look it up. A-L-L-A-D-E-G-A, Talladega. Okay, Alabama. Let's see if my computer finds it. Hey, it said lookup was perfect. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) We did good. (laughs) All right, so let's go take a look, and uh, what is there something in particular you want us to focus on? So, Yes, career. Career, career. okay. Yeah. Well, right at the top, we see that you've got Virgo at the midheaven, so uh, that's usually a person who in career uh, works uh, in a service kind of career, and it can be anything from uh, working in a, uh, in a medical field, in the medical field, uh, to... Um, you know, it could even be human resources. Uh, it's um, it's a surface kind of career. It could also be in a charity or uh, or for the military, for that matter. But um, and when we continue to look, let's see what you've got. You've got Pluto in that house. You've got Mars and Uranus. And uh, Pluto's at 28, so where it's in 28 Virgo, so Pluto in the sky is moving into a position where it is going to be trining that Pluto. So you may be finding that you are in a space where you're getting ready uh, to transform that career. Um, So normally when Pluto makes a trine to Pluto, it's going to give you an elevated experience, uh, so a promotion, a transformation that leads to something where you're in a more powerful position than you have been. And, uh, of course, Saturn is going to make the trine first, and it will make a trine in late March. So uh, that opportunity, that opens up at that point. Let's see if we can define it. It's an opportunity for a very secure income from the looks of it. So Saturn rules your house of money, and uh, that's a statement that says I can... um, I have an opportunity for to change, but to have a more secure, secure income. And uh, let's see here. But uh, shortly thereafter, uh, you have Jupiter getting ready to make that trine also, and that's in March. When did I say that was? Uh, it's going to be later than that. No, it's 28. You've got 28 degrees. It's probably going to be November of next year. So that trine, when that activates, uh, it says that I and you probably will get a promotion at that point because it says that there will be more money coming in is the statement. An opportunity uh, arrives to have more money. So, you know, I probably should go forward and look at that because it's a good time 
you to be aware of wherever you're working uh, that you would ask for a raise or ask for a job that is um, going to give you the money you really want. So here it is in May, the first time. That's the first time it makes the trying. So there could be an opportunity that will come up then that might not go through or that your boss might say, well, you know what, if you do this or you do that uh, in the next three months, then you're in for that raise that you want. Uh, There could be something because um, what's going to happen is then uh, Jupiter goes retrograde, and once it goes retrograde, it has to turn around and go back again. And so when it comes back into position is when you're most likely to actually get the money, and, and that would be December of 2020 early December, like the 7th, and it could even be a little bit before then because that's, that's a degree applying and it could be as much as two, so figure any time between Thanksgiving and Christmas of next year. So okay. that's coming up to you. And, uh, and it's interesting, uh, Saturn, who should already gone to the other sign, went retrograde and came back, and here it is at 29, so even Saturn is pulling for you. So it, it's it's a better job, more secure job, and at the same time, it pays you more money. And you've got a lot going on there because your progressed Jupiter is a 26 uh, Scorpio, so it's active at the same time all of these are active. And because your progressed is a 26, this is even active sooner. So uh, probably November, um, November of 2020. So you, okay. you've got good happening and uh and and uh you, you know you were born with Pluto in that house in the house of career so I don't know that you stick in the same career exactly because Pluto usually wherever it is it's a disruptor uh a lot of the time we can go with Pluto in a house um we'll go for 3 years where something is going really well and then all of a sudden everything changes and you got to build it again you go for 3 years and it goes really well and you got to build it again so I don't know if you've experienced that in your career or not, because it depends on where you're living now. Uh, in yeah. Alabama, that was close to your midheaven. If you've moved um, away from Alabama, then you may have mitigated that. Did right. that make sense to you, or did I say something that was kind of Greek? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Everything made sense. And okay, good. Made sense. <laughs> good. Yeah. I, I, uh, my friends tell me a lot of time I speak Greek, so I need to ask that question. <laughs> uh, I'm always saying, well, you got that right, or you know that right, and they look at me and they just shake their heads, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. All right, much. good, good. Well, I am glad you asked. Is there anything else, or are we good? No, we're good. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a wonderful night. Take care. You too. (laughs) Bye. Okay, we've got um, Lisa on the line. Lisa, you there? Hello, Lisa? I think we lost her. Or she's on mute and doesn't realize it. Yeah. Well, we'll try coming back in a little while and see if she's unmuted herself. Okay, okay. we've got Maddie here. Maddie, you there? Hi. Yes, I am. Hi, Michelle. How are you tonight? 
Yes, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm and great. That's great, great. You guys make you know, me great. Uh, Michelle, I wanted mm-hmm. to know if, if I give you my grandson information, would you give me a little bit about what's going on with him? Sure, no problem. What's his date of birth? Uh, September the 19th, 2006, yeah. and the time was 10.02 p.m. in Decatur, oh. Georgia. 10.02 a.m., did you say? P.m. 10.02 p.m. And um, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, in Atlanta. Okay. Let me, I accidentally, heavy fingers. I got two M's to the p.m. and my computer said, are you crazy? Yes, my computer can say that. Eventually, they'll have them actually speaking to you, and I'll really get tangled. Uh, that's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be listening, and you'll hear it. You lost your mind again? <laughs> okay, so let's take a look. And what, what, what's your grandson's name? Did you say grandson? You did say grandson, didn't you? Uh, yes, his name is Lawrence. Lawrence. Okay, so uh, what do you want to see about him? He's still a baby. That's he's right. not very old. He's 2000. Oh, well, well, he's very. <laughs> he's just turned 13. So. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's, I, that's not such a baby anymore, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh wow. No, he's well, not. You know, he's getting to that manhood, and I just want to see just uh, what did you see? Just where where his head is. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a look at what's going on in his life. You know, he's got yeah. a lot. On in the fifth house, he was born with a lot of creativity coming through Virgo. So, you know, he has a lot of abilities probably to 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 be a designer of some kind, an engineer or or a medical person. Or uh, there's a lot going on there that says that he understands details. He picks up details really well. So, and his okay. his moon is zero degrees fifty six Virgo. So, he, if he were here and I was talking to him, I'd say. You have to be kind to yourself because you can overdo it thinking that you got to get everything perfect, nothing's really perfect, and I would say to him, do not criticize yourself. You are the one who will do the most criticizing, and you don't need to do that. So those would be some of my words to him, which you've probably okay. said already. <laughs> uh, yeah, you said creativity, yeah. and um, he last time I had a conversation with me, he, he talks about um, – you talked about music a lot. Music? Oh. Uh, M-U-S-E? Music. He talked about music a lot. Oh, music, yeah. Virgo like is he, very, uh, very talented I mean, musician. So, okay. yeah. He's a musician. Yeah, I thought so. And so I questioned him. I said, out of all the instruments, which one you like the best? And he said, drums. Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Why yeah, that? Yeah. Well, he's got he's got Pluto making a square to his south node and to his sun, and uh, so he's born with this challenge going on here, uh, a challenge to really get to the depths of things. And and Pluto, if anybody is a drummer, Pluto would be one of the drummers. Uh, Virgo, not necessarily. Virgo could easily be just about any kind of musician, but uh, Pluto brings in some of that, especially in Sag. So. He also has Jupiter making a, a sextile to, it's a wide orb sextile, but it's still there. It's a sextile to his Venus, though, really close. That can make mm-hmm. him very 
get as a musician. So he has okay. that, and that's a good thing. Now, uh, can he make a living at it? That's always a challenge for everybody who's in music, unless they're willing to go and become a teacher, a music teacher down the road or a coach or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, right now he's progressed Mars is at 16 Libra making a trine to Neptune. So now he is probably in a time uh, during this next year where he could be more creative than ever. He was born with Neptune in, the, in his 10th house. He's got Aquarius running it. He's a person who probably could uh, do a variety of styles in music. He's not necessarily going to be limited to only one thing. Uh, okay. Neptune makes very creative, and and he'll he'll he's probably he's also challenged by that creativity. He has to. Uh, it's like a part of him says, "But I'm so intuitive. Why do I have to learn? Why do I have to sit down and do the schooling?" Uh, he is someone who would rather just kind of do it on his own. So you may have to honor that. Um, I you know we all want him to get a degree because. It saves your life down the road. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, but well. he's probably it's probably going to be really. It may not. He may not. He may decide he doesn't want to do that. But I would encourage him. I'd still say to him, you should go for it. Try it. Work with it. See what you can do. And uh, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do it without trying it first. So I would say that. Um, Pluto is traveling through his ninth house right now. It'll be a little while before it gets to the midheaven, but uh, when it does get there, and that's I'm gonna, just going to zip forward because I don't even know when it's going in the next sign. I it's something I don't usually. I'm too busy to pay attention to all of that till it gets there. And here, here it will. Uh, it's twenty. 2025, between 2025 and 2026, it will cross his midheaven. So how old will we be? Uh, 2025, 2026, that's what? That's uh, seven years or something like that from now? It's not even. I mean, yeah. 20, yes. Yeah, it's right when he's going to be right around, what, 21 years old, something like that? Mm-hmm. That is when uh, Pluto will cross his midheaven. So at that point in time, it's going to be applying to his – it's going to make him consider the difference of what he's doing. He may change completely. He may go in a completely different direction at that point. Um, what kind of directions are appropriate for him? He really has air on all three working cusps, so he is definitely someone who has to work in 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 the area of communication. Music is a form of communication. Uh, so mm-hmm. he may also find himself being able to maybe, who knows, maybe he'll do jingles since he has uh, connection with his Jupiter and Neptune. Uh, he might do music for commercials or something, and uh, maybe that's the way he'll make money while he's doing his other creative work. But he's going to have that transformation at that point in time where he starts to really consider. And where he's most uh, wounded is, his Chiron, and it's right at the midheaven. So this isn't his first lifetime, given this a go. This is probably a multiple of lifetimes where he has made a decision, his soul, I can do this, I can do this. So uh, he needs needs encouragement to get there, but uh, he will transform at that point and heal himself, and then he'll be able to help others. So, you know, he's a good guy. 
I wish him yes. every every bit of luck and and every. Yes. every my heart goes to both of you. I know how much Thank you, you want him to succeed, and 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 I can tell you right now. I know, I know. Barbara and I are together praying that he will be tremendously successful in life, and that he will find joy and happiness as he goes forward. He he gets good fortune uh, because of the way he looks. So. He's got to be a pretty good-looking guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's handsome. He's handsome. Uh, that's what his chart tells me, that, you know, he, he's getting uh, some good fortune because of the way he looks. So tell him to make good use of it. Take it back. Yeah, you know, yeah. some people say, I don't want anybody to say, give me a job because I look good. You know what? Take Michelle. Um, that was my sister, Dee Dee. <laughs> ah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really enjoys you as much as I do. Um, okay. Yeah, I want to know about my love life. You know, I am 65 and I've never been married. And I'd like well, to get married. Well, you obviously decide to choose a guy. Because <laughs> I'm sure there were ones who wanted you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's your date of birth, Donna? Okay, it's uh, April 22nd, 1954. And I was born at 2.50 p.m. in Long, Flushing, Long Island. And that's blushing. Oops. I, my hands are not cooperating tonight. <laughs> I don't know why, but this has been happening a little bit. And you hear my computer complaining? Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Floppy fingers. Okay, let's try that again. Flushing. Long Island. Well, that's flushing New York, so... Got it. So let's go take a look. I got April twenty second, nineteen fifty four, two five zero p.m. Yes, that was correct, right? Okay. I asked because with my sloppy fingers tonight, it's really not my fingers; it's my eyeballs. But we're working. Okay. So you want to know about your love life? You have uh, Pisces on that seventh house cusp, and Neptune's just getting ready to go right into that house. So. If you have uh, never been married before, Neptune is going to say, let me let you wear these nice little pink glasses so you can see guys from a different viewpoint. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Neptune's going to do for you. <laughs> Let's okay. see now. Let's see if he's going to bring anybody in. You have Pluto going through, just entered your fifth house, and that's the house of falling in love. So it's going to transform the way that you've been doing things. And it looks like, you know, you have Chiron in that house, so it may be that you haven't married because uh, this is an area where you were most wounded, whether in this lifetime or another. And it looks like the wound is more one of control where you were not, uh, maybe you were tempted with love, but uh, the person was very, felt that they needed to be in control, and so they were controlling you, and that is not love. So um, that may be what went on there at some past life or may have subconsciously risen in this life, and that may be why you have not married. Pluto's about to, uh, in the next few years, conjoin that but more importantly Jupiter is going to go in that house and conjoin it and that will happen late next year December of 2020 a little earlier November of 2020 and when it does let's see who it activates if anybody it's a quincunx to Jupiter before that but it gets free of that so that's not a problem and it's not really it's almost renegade it doesn't look like it's activating anybody before it gets there, it, it gives you a few challenges. You know, um, all I can say that Jupiter is really going to do is just open a doorway. All it will do is, is make you focus on how you look at love. So you'll work through that. That's your choice. It doesn't look like it's really opening any major door. What seems to be active right now and why you probably have a desire for a relationship as you progress to moon has been applying to Venus and uh, it's in Taurus. And there may be a desire 
uh, for a relationship that maybe you have had 28 years ago and 28 years before that, but uh, it hasn't always um, really been there. Let's see here. I want at the house of marriage itself. Capricorn is on your fifth house cusp, and that doesn't make it. You're you're you tend to be more of the wallflower than you are the person who goes out. You're not Capricorn says I have to go out for a purpose. I don't just go out. I, it's not it's not a statement of I know how to play. It's more of a statement of I'm not very good at that. Uh, let's see how your Saturn is sitting. If it gives me another clue, that maybe is a better clue. And unfortunately, it does not. It basically tells me that uh, it's in a quincunx action to Eris. So it's a statement that, again, that I don't want to uh, be controlled. Uh, I have power. Women have power. Um, we should have freedom to express that. So there's those kinds of statements going on. So what I would suggest you do, because Neptune is getting ready to say, come on, open up the door, let's 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 get you connected. It's actually been saying that for a couple of years, but it's about to trine uh, Uranus, and then it will trine, I mean, it's about to trine Mercury, and then it will trine Uranus. Those are statements that say I have an opportunity for marriage that could come literally suddenly unexpectedly because some communication door opens up and I realize that uh, there are men or there are others out there who uh, are family-oriented who will speak with me and spend time speaking to me and not just looking to control me. So what I would suggest you do, and I bet you Barbara will back me up 100% on this, Set in motion what you want and recognize it exists. Don't let this stuff from the past that's in your subconscious, even, and it may be partially in your conscious, that says that, you know, men control. Um, you know, that's an ancient old thing. And, yes, there are still men out there who control, yes, and there are still men who are not nice, and it goes on. But there's also a huge supply of men out there who are happy to do the laundry, happy to make dinner, and uh, are happy to be there to play with the kids. There are still men like that. So focus on that. Focus on the man you want so that he will manifest as Neptune continues to move and open up this doorway for you. And that doorway may come through your career, it may come through your workplace. It may come through a gym or a place where you go to a restaurant or a place where you might go and uh, uh, buy food even. All of those are possible locations where you will connect. So hopefully that's helpful to you. But the doorway yeah. is there. And, it's, and, and I tell you, it actually... Uh, Neptune's about to turn around and go direct in the end of November around Thanksgiving. And when it does, it's going to be making that trying to your uh, south node. And at that point in time, you could meet this person because the statement is, I have an opportunity to meet someone from my soul family. And a soul family means someone who 
came in to the lower worlds with a similar directive that you have, someone who you naturally would feel comfortable with. Oh, I like that. Now, this is November, December of next year, right? No, 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 no. That was the Jupiter thing. This is November of this year. Neptune's already doing that. November 27th, I think it is, Neptune will go retrograde, and I think that's right around Thanksgiving. And uh, when it's going retrograde, there's this opportunity that just, it's there. It's right there in your chart. It couldn't be much closer. Oh, good. All right. I'm going to get out a lot then. Yeah, I'm going to go to all those places. Maybe a friend will invite you over for Thanksgiving dinner and go. I'd say go because that could be where you meet this person that fits the picture. Okay. Yes. And maybe it's a friend from work, which even sits the picture closer. So I don't know. But uh, don't pass anything up. Don't say, I'll just stay home. Don't do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make an effort to do that. Yeah. And just say to your angels, a man who is the man that I've been dreaming of. He will be honest. He will respect me. He will honor my goals. He will be there for me through thick and thin. And he just makes me happy. Whenever I see him, I light up. Whenever he sees me, he lights up. We have something that can't be designed. It's God designed it for us. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, good. I can't wait. All right. Well, we look forward to hearing good news. So you can always give us a holler in December and let us know how it's going. All right. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Michelle. And thank you, thank Barbara. Thank you, Donna. Good night. Oh, you're so welcome. Bye. These shows I work so hard on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I have moments when I have to chime in or I feel obligated to chime in. But for the most part, you do a very good job. <laughs> oh, that's I'm glad. Plus, I know you're not well, so just do your best. Oh, but I'm weller than I was. Um, okay, we got Jackie here. Hi, Jackie. Are you Jackie. there? Yes, yeah. I'm here. Hi, ladies. Hi. What date of birth, Jackie? One five nineteen sixty five. London, England. I don't know the time. Oh, January. January, what did you say? January. Ninth, January. January what? I, I heard a word instead of what you were saying, so something didn't go right in my brain. <laughs> January 5th, 1965. Okay, 1960. I got the 65. So now, uh, time of birth? I don't have the time. I think last time we tried, 6 o'clock, but I've been told in the past that I had a Gemini rising. So I don't know how that would be six o'clock. Well, what the afternoon? Okay, so you want me to just go? We'll go play with it. Uh, so I'll put yeah. two p.m. or something, and we'll take a look. Yes. And uh, where were you born? London, England. London. Oh, I've never been there. I think that would be a nice place to visit. I think everything would be a nice place to design. My chance of ever getting anywhere at this point is <laughs> <I use> them hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it doesn't happen for me. Yeah. Hey, so it's, uh, I have a Gemini rising uh, with, by putting in 2 o'clock, I've got the Gemini rising that you said you have. 
You know, Gemini Gemini body, okay, if you were born with Gemini rising, your body should have been, and it doesn't mean it is as when we get really old, but or older, and I shouldn't say really old because you're like 12 or 13 years younger than I am. So you're a long ways from really old since I'm not there. Okay, so going back to where I was. Well, they, <laughs> they Gemini, came, they came Gemini, about with that. They asked me about some issues with my teeth and any, you know, bone situation when I was younger, which I did have. So, you know, I'm not I'm not really sure because I've never gotten my chart rectified. It's the only thing that I never asked my mom before she transitioned was what time was that mm-hmm. point. It never dawned on me of all the conversations that we had. And it's not on my birth certificate. Yeah, well... um, uh, Gemini is not bones and not teeth. Uh, Gemini rising would give you a body that is very agile, not mm-hmm. necessarily really tall, but very agile, very flexible, very bendable. You know, mm-hmm. the trapeze artist is Gemini rising. Uh, so to give you an understanding of what that is, and if you were like that when you were a child, then Gemini rising might fit you very well. I don't know. I was uh, very flexible. You are okay. Then, then you're you're in the zone. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Um, issues with your teeth. Is that still going on? Is that something you wanted to ask about, or what did you want to ask about? No. Um, I you know, I'm ready to move on. I have some issues in my family that's been been holding me back. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saturn is on top of your sun, and it's in the eighth house. If this chart is anywhere correct, and uh, Saturn on the sun in the eighth house would mean that you uh, uh, have been experiencing anything from uh, having to take care of someone because of their age, or uh, finding yourself uh, with issues that have to do with taxes or. Mortgages where you you feel like you're bound up a little bit, but you do have the if this is correct and the sun is in the eighth, then uh, you you're not going to ever lose with taxes. That's not going to ever happen to you in this lifetime. The chance of that is so slim it's ridiculous. Um, so if you've ever had any major tax battles, then this is not the chart. But uh, this is the this is the chart of someone who uh, the tax man cometh and you get it extra money. <laughs> it would be nice if you hurry and bring it to me. Well, <laughs> paid up that taxes. And yeah, yeah, well, you know, I I, I, I have the son in money the back. I don't own the I, property. They do that. I buy the property. And you have a grand trine in this chart, so boy, we should be picking this chart apart till we find the right chart for you because uh, the grand trine is always a good thing. Uh, coming through this chart, it could include inheritances, uh, sudden, unexpected uh, inheritances. Have you had any in the in your lifetime at this point yet? That you know, that's what I. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I've been caught up in because the home where I paid the back taxes is a home that I honestly believe I was supposed to inherit, and that's mm-hmm. why it was withheld from me. And I'm taking mm-hmm. care of this home now for a year, and I, I don't live in it. And now I'm trying to just get my mind wrapped around finishing up some paperwork, submitting it to the attorney, and hopefully going into court and things just, you know, being settled because – 
I've put out everything, and and I want what's mine. I don't blame you. You should get what's yours. Um, you know, we don't know the exact chart, but Jupiter in this chart has been making a trine to your progressed moon, and your moon could be off because the time of day the moon moves rather rapidly every two and a half days it changes sign so uh, depending on what time you were born it could be different I don't know um, uh, if it's applying or if it's already applied if it's applying you will most likely come through if it involves any legal matter you will most likely get this property because the moon always represents property and the trine from Jupiter coming in Sagittarius, which it's in right now, would be a statement that uh, legal legal options, especially inheritance, because Jupiter always refers to, can always refer to inheritances, uh, and the fact that your son, of course, is right there in in that house of inheritances, uh, could be a statement that's saying there's an opportunity for uh, that to finally come through for you. So, um, again, I, you know. I don't know if this is the correct chart, so I can't absolutely tell you it's a definite, but you do you do have that in this chart we've just created. And uh so so this should you should come through this. Uh as I look, I mean you were born with Pluto making a beautiful trine to your son. And if your son is in the eighth house, that's an opportunity for you to and and that trine goes back to Saturn. That is a grand trine. That should be a doorway that just makes things simple. It's it's got to be the fact that Saturn and Pluto have been on top of your son that you have not seen this come through yet. But you know Pluto's past and Saturn is not quite past yet, uh, but it will be soon. Let me go. Because really, I'm the one that's really, as far as I'm concerned, with like submitting information. It's like I just I hate to submit information if I'm not, if I haven't dot my eyes and crossed my t's. And yeah. there's just there's just some things I haven't like really been settled with. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I don't, I don't know if it's just in my head, if I've been in my head too much, or you know, just being distracted by everything else that's going on around me. Well, I tell you, it looks very good to me that in the beginning of December, you should have, uh, this stuff should come through for you. Um, it It looks to be the case. Venus will then be on top of your sun, and Saturn will have moved off. And Jupiter will uh, be trining, directly trining your Saturn, which rules your house of judgments and and uh and and court outcomes uh and also rules your house of uh any kind of legal matter so that doorway just should open up around the 7th of December you should have a completion on this and you, it should be in your favor from the looks of this if this chart is anywhere close and uh and it's got to be somewhat close if you were born with a really agile body uh, it's really gemini um None of the other bodies are all that agile. Nobody is as agile as Gemini body. So yeah, I was able to do splits and cartwheels and all that, you know. 
that's, that's that's the Gemini body. It's you know your your sun is in Capricorn. Capricorn is not. <laughs> it is nothing necessarily flexible about Capricorn. It's the stone body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Gemini rising uh, would give you that kind of flexibility. So it's probably pretty close. We don't know what the exact time is, but it's probably pretty close. And uh, you'll have to let us know, but I'd say, you know, get all your paperwork in and and be ready for an outcome around the 7th of December. Um, I would think you will have it at that point in time from the looks of this. It, it could come a little bit later when Jupiter gets to 7 degrees because Saturn progresses at 7 and your sun is at 10. So I'd say it starts around the 7th of December and here and it would be there before January the 7th so okay quick. so you, you know it, the ahead. latest could be would be let me just take it all the way to where money is in your hand uh, 1048 whoops sorry that's too far uh, January the 18th would be as far out as it probably would go okay Okay. Okay. Let us know. let us know because that you know, and keep records because that information will help you to rectify this chart. And and having a rectified chart is really can be really helpful to you down the road. You just you know, I don't know. I work with charts every day, and <laughs> and when people have to go in for surgery, it's really good to know what your chart is. So uh, having the sun in in that uh, uh, eighth house. Uh, that can be a very good place for people who, and you with a grand trying, you would come through surgery very well with that grand trying um, because the eighth house is also the house of surgery. So uh, if you've had any surgery in your lifetime, think about it. Has it been really successful? Have you always come out uh, feeling okay? And People with the sun in the eighth also frequently may find themselves in situations where they feel like they're dying or they may look like they're dying or everybody thinks they're dying, and but they turn around and suddenly are right there and healthy all over again. So that's also a case for the sun in the eighth. So just all these thoughts, you can think them over. It'll help you define whether or not uh, that chart is uh, accurate. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. I'd like to continue to listen. You Absolutely. bet. <laughs> thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to try Lisa again, see if she's there. She's probably out just getting soda last time. Hi, Lisa. Are you there? Oh, hi. Hi. So, so sorry. My phone dropped, and I'm glad I was able to get back in. I'm sure you have a lot of people who want to talk mm-hmm. to you all. But I'm happy to no come back. <laughs> no, no, we're we're ready for you now. So just uh, go for it. Yeah, you what's do. your date of birth, Lisa? Thank you so much. So November third, seventy eight. November. Born in the USA. USA. Seventy eight. Time of birth. Three in the morning. Three a.m. And where exactly were were you born? Uh. State of Texas, Austin. Austin, Texas? Yes. Okay. 
Alrighty, I got all of that in there just perfectly. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, so what do you want us to focus on, Lisa? Um, how about the the big M, the marriage? You see any marriage for me in, in, nearby? Thank you. Uh, a marriage coming up? Let's see yes. here. Yes. Like, you see me getting married or getting married? Uh, not yet, but I'm looking. And your house of marriage is ruled by two planets, Neptune and Jupiter. And uh, you have 20 degrees on that cusp, but right now when Jupiter gets to... Right now Jupiter is on top of your progressed uh, Neptune, which is quite interesting. It's a, It can be a real focus on marriage, um, but it doesn't activate that node or that house cusp, when uh, Jupiter goes to the next sign next year, it will activate that cusp, and it will activate it while Neptune is in that house, activating uh, your south node. So I would say that your possibilities are much stronger a year from now than they are uh, at this time. Not to say that you know you might not meet somebody, before a year's time. But if we go forward, I just want to see where I get the activation I'm looking for. So here we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we come to November of uh, November 2020, which is just a little over a year from now, um, Jupiter will be activating your south node. And there should be an opportunity at that point in time for you to meet somebody that really, I want to say, that you could get stuck like glue with, uh, someone who will be empowering to you, someone who transforms your life, uh, someone who is part of uh, your soul family, who you will, uh, the, the kind of person who when you meet them, you just, you just know when you meet them that... Uh, they're they're someone you're comfortable with from the minute you meet them. It's not somebody that you have to get comfortable with or you just are. And uh, so there is a very powerful statement there, very powerful, because Pluto's involved and Jupiter involved and Saturn in a wide edge is involved. Saturn actually gets involved earlier, so you might meet the person even before that. But there's that opportunity happens at that point in time. And uh, you're, you know, whether you marry at that point or you just fall in love at that point, the the relationship is pointed at marriage. Okay, so uh, you may fall in love at that point and not marry till Jupiter goes into that house, which would be um, two years later. So, but you know, that's really more a choice than it is so specific. Uh, when Jupiter goes into the next sign, uh, which is Aquarius, it will be um, opposing your natal Jupiter. So it's like we're not ready to do it or there's a bit of a struggle going on. You'd have to rebalance that. But uh, once it goes all the way to Pisces, then you've got the doorway just kind of starts to open up. So I would say you could fall in love as soon as Jupiter gets to 
Where is your Venus? 17, yeah. You could fall in love in September of 2020 or before that, the first time it goes to 17, which would be, hang on, uh, February of this year. Definitely uh, go out for Valentine's Day if you get invited because uh, you could meet the person at that point in time. That's um, You're looking at a doorway opening from February 7th or so until... Until about uh, February the 20th. So that's a couple of weeks where you could find yourself connecting and falling in love. Wow. So you want to just open up that door and if you can remember what I said to the last lady, think about setting in motion the kind of statement that allows you to attract the person that is really a good person, a good match for you. And a good match is someone who will respect you, who is honest, someone who wants your to support you in whatever your goals are, not someone who will tell you don't do that, but someone who says, let me help you find a way to do that or that sounds great and let me be there for you. Whatever you need, I'll help you. That's the kind of person you're looking for. Someone who, when you look at them, you smile and someone who constantly brings joy to you. That's the kind of person you're looking for. So be kind to yourself. Open the doorway for that. Say to the angels, I'm ready and bring him on and go for it. Okay? Thank you. And you're you. welcome. You're welcome. You have a wonderful night, Lisa. You too, Mel. Very interesting. Thank you so much. Jesse. Yes. So welcome. Good night, Mel. Okay, we've got Debbie here. At least we did a second ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> they come. Yes, we got they Debbie go. here. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, Hi, Debbie. I give you birthday. Birthday? Yeah. Oh, February 12th. And do I give you the year or just February 12th? No, no, I need the year. 1963. 63. And your time of birth? I believe it was 1245 p.m., so that's um, afternoon. Yeah. And where were you born? Mississippi, Lucille. Louisville? Mm-hmm, L-U-C-E. L-U-C-E. I was thinking it's going to be different. <laughs> yeah, it was named after somebody. <laughs> uh, Louisville, Mississippi, you said, right? Oops. Yep. Louisville. L-U-C. Or you could just put uh, Biloxi. It's pretty close. No, 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 no. It will be in here. Okay. Yes. P T I. It's got a. It's a big. It's a big word there. L U. <laughs> no, no. I was talking about Mississippi. Is a big word. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I do not. You're right. I might not have it in here. I have Loose Dale. Is it in that's Georgia? It. That's it. Yeah. Okay, that's I, it. That's it. 
Okay, I got it. I'm good. My computer's not that good. Okay. <laughs> but my computer knows what it's doing, and it tells me when I'm wrong. So, okay. okie dokie. So now, what do we want to look at, Debbie? Um, I would like to look at work. I want to change my work. <laughs> okay. You have Neptune traveling in that house right now. It's uh, in retrograde, and it's it's kind of it's like it's already activated your Jupiter and said we need to consider more creative work, and uh, yeah. it back, and it's going back, and it's uh, it's moving over towards your Chiron and trying and your Venus and saying, let's see now, what do I love? I love things that have to do with fantasy, that have to do with feminism, that have to do with things that are delicate and beautiful and and sweet and soft and and gentle. I love things that uh, are can be almost elusive or, or illusionary, and also things that might have to do with water. Um, uh, so Neptune is stirring things up in this chart. So what's going to happen? Uh, Jupiter has already made its trine, and it will go past, and that trine, not a trine, but it's square, which challenged you to really think this over. But uh, it's going to move forward now, and it, when it first activates this in a very positive way, you should have a doorway start to open for you. So let me go awesome. to point in time, and it starts, let's see here. Yeah, a little bit, well, actually it starts right here, January 7th, 2020 is where it kind of starts, and that may connect you with someone who, wow, yeah, actually it, it's a little bit earlier than that, um, probably a week or two weeks earlier than that. My computer doesn't okay. go back by weeks, unfortunately. It only goes back by days. But nonetheless, here it is where it's active. So uh, you're looking at January the 2nd, 2020. It, it looks like it's very active right on top of your Venus, and that means even the week before it's active. So think about Christmas and New Year's and that whole time frame. Uh, you could okay. find yourself connecting with someone, and uh, that someone may help you get to where you need to go, whether they – say, oh, yeah, you know, there's this opening over here, or they say, oh, I've got a project of my own and you would be perfect for it. I don't know what they're going to say, but it looks like it's coming through a connection, and it can come through a connection as a result of someone you already know. This is not a new someone, a surprise someone, but it's someone you probably already know. So um, you just need to kind of talk it up a little. So you don't want to just go to these events that will be happening over Christmas and New Year's and not open your mouth. You want to make sure you let some of that out. And and the key for that is really simple, not to be thinking about it, but rather just to say to the angels around you, okay, make me talk when it's time to talk. And they'll do okay. it. Okay. You know, okay. I, give, I give them my directive so that I get it done. So that's okay. where it starts to open. And uh, and it continues to remain open with possibilities for quite a while. 
it's going to go all the way till Jupiter hits 17, then it's going to turn around and go backwards and then give you a second opportunity. So sometimes when it hits the first time, uh, we don't manifest everything, but then when it hits the second time, we manifest it. So I'll give you the first doorways, and the first doorways are from whatever I said there, the beginning of January until February the 20th, okay? Okay. So that's, that's big in in astrology, that's that's a long period of time, okay? Okay. okay. So you get lots of opportunity, and then it's going to turn around and go retrograde, and then it's going to turn around and come back. And when it comes back, it won't go all the way as far back. So whoever it is who first talked to you, it's not going, you know, it's not like you're going to have to go find them. They'll either be available or, or okay. you already know what to do. Because when it stations direct it will station direct on the 13th of September 2020 next year uh-huh. and when it stations direct it stations on top and it's very very close what we call almost partile in astrology it means it's a very close to exact aspect as it's stationing in a sextile to Jupiter so there is your opportunity, and it should you just go like bang right on around the 13th of September. Uh, okay. You shouldn't have to wait past that point. Uh, things might have already been in motion, but it clicks. That's it's almost almost guaranteed almost guaranteed to be that day. Okay, that's how amazing that statement is. So so whatever wow. it is, uh, looks like it opens up at that point in time. And the fact that uh, Jupiter will be in your eighth house when this opens up uh, could be some opportunity that connects as a result of someone who's in the field of credit cards, mortgage broker, um, someone who shares resources in some way, could be a builder, contractor, could be someone who is in government, could be a government thing. Um God, there's so many possibilities with this combination. Uh, someone okay. who does taxes could be someone who, like a contractor, could be a realtor, but more likely a mortgage broker. I don't know what kind of work you do. I haven't really explored that even in possibilities. But if any of that's ringing bells, that's go take a look in those zones, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm more some... television and um, okay, holistic well, arts. Yeah, well, Jupiter rules television. It rules all forms of media from Internet on. So, okay. yeah, it would be an an established place, okay? It would be a place that's established, not okay. a brand-new brand new place. It would be an established place, okay? okay? So it wouldn't be like the new station that's just opening up, unless it's a subsidiary of an old one. Okay. So, so yeah, okay. but that's your doorway really opens up there. So, um, and maybe it'll come through someone that's connected to some of the other things that I've mentioned. Maybe okay. Never know. I mean, it could be uh, someone like a contractor who's getting advertising who says, "Oh no, you've got to go see this guy today." Okay. I don't know how it'll. <laughs> but it, it, I wish it, it was this month, though. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm afraid I don't have it for this month, but it definitely oh. looks to be very absolutely on at that point because 
even your progressed moon says, I'm here, let's do it, let's go for it. You've got all kinds of happening. Neptune is activated, progressed moon is activated, you've got a lot of good activation. Venus is active, Chiron, Jupiter, you've got a lot of really good activation. Suppose I have a, a job now where I have a really overbearing boss. I mean, is there a lesson that I'm supposed there to learn? There is always a lesson. You have to ask yourself, why have I brought this person into my life? Okay. <laughs> I don't you know, know if it's just my time to deal with this. Well, you know, it, there's there's always a lesson in it. And the lesson, of course, is to learn to be so come here to begin with is for us to learn to be uh, more compassionate. So the key practice you're working with anybody who just does not fit your your picture of humanity, okay, is for you not to, at all. <laughs> you to project the love to them that you would project to a child who doesn't know what they're doing, who's making a mess out of the living room, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Yes, you want to look at them and say they're lost, and, yeah, they may be completely stuck in cement in the way they're lost, but I will only see them for their beauty. Uh, I'll tell a quick story here. You know, years ago I went to see this doctor, and everybody had told me, you're not even going to like her. Nobody likes her. And even my own doctor said, "When you do you really want to go to this person, or should I send you up to Eugene? And I said, no, she's in town. I'm going to her. That woman was so mean, and everyone on her staff was so mean. I literally came out of there crying. Oh, and I had yeah. and I had to go back the following week or the following month and I when I went back I said to the angels, I said, You have to show me the good side of this person. She has to have a good side. Everyone has a good side. Show me the side that her children see, her husband sees, someone her mom sees. Show me that side of her today and all her staff, please. I walked in, I was treated so well, I thought I'd gone to wow. another planet. Uh-huh. Please know that the angels can help you. You just need to have a little hint as to what to say, okay? So okay. Practice, practice that because the sooner you gather up the lesson and are able to be more compassionate towards this person, the sooner you'll have the freedom to go forward and do the other things that you want to do. Okay. Okay? Okay, <laughs> I will try. He definitely. <laughs> I've been yeah, trying. Well, you know, <laughs> what do they okay. say? Some people will the temper of your soul. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank well, you. No, the angels are always loving you no matter where you are and no matter who's there, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they work overtime. <laughs> they Thank do. You so much. <laughs> yeah. You take care. Yeah. I got a tough assignment. <laughs> you do. Well, let us know how it goes. You can always call us and just say, I just called to let you know I did it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank All you right. very Take much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And, of course, the angels never sleep. So. Of course, they don't have to. I know. I know. 
Well, this is a surprise. We have a gentleman with us next. We have Hugh. I am grateful. <laughs> Hi, Hugh. Hi. Good evening, ladies. Thank you very much for taking my call. We need my birthday information. I do. Yes, September 22nd, 1944. I was born at 3.40 a.m. in New York City, New York, Manhattan Island. 3.40 a.m. in New York, New York, huh? Yep. 1944. <laughs> uh, actually, was I was born year. in quite a famous uh, hospital back in the day, a few years after I was born there. Sigourney Weaver was born there and also Christina Onassis. Oh, wow. wow. All righty, then. a bizarre life. <laughs> yeah, one never knows, do they? I don't know why my computer does not want to accept New York City. <laughs> I'm just going to put in Manhattan. It keeps throwing a hospital in there. I don't even know where it's coming up with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess it's listening to you and not me. I don't know. <laughs> you were talking about a hospital. I have no idea what it was doing. Crazy. But anyway, we're in you. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. So let's go take a look. Let's see. So now what did you want me to focus on as we take a look? I am just starting to get recognized by some pretty high-level people, and I have huge missions and visions that I'm working on, and I'm looking just to get a good core group uh, because I have so much to give that I want to make sure that I'm giving it to the right people because I've given a lot throughout my life that people take and run with and (laughs) and do Mm -hmm. successful things with and leave me sitting to find more people that will hopefully not do that again. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, um, what Uranus right now is in your ninth house, and that's the house of the public. It's the house of uh, being seen. It's the house where people become famous. Uh, It's the house of... Breakthroughs on the internet, uh, as well as in media of all forms. It's yeah, so to have your honest there opens up possibilities. If you're looking for creative people, you're right in the right zone when your honest turns around. Anyway, uh, right now it's retrograde. It's directly facing your progressed Mercury, and your progressed Mercury is in the fifth house, which is the house of uh, uh, socializing and investing. And uh, so there's a statement there that you have opportunity to connect with people that uh, will activate your publicity or will or you will activate theirs one way or the other. It's a two-way street. Right. And uh, it will be a key conversation and good investment. So in, it's also a wide-orb grand trine at this point in time because your uh, progressed moon is right now at zero Virgo. So I'm going to move this forward a little. And unfortunately, I don't have weeks in this computer. I need to do something about that. But let me move it forward and see if I can get where the trine becomes a powerful one. So here it is. Uh, that's in March of 2020. Uranus will be very close to the midheaven, making a grand trine uh, to your progressed moon and to your progressed Mercury. So this doorway opens up for you to um, connect with people who, or person, it could be more than one. There's nothing here that says one or more. 
probably someone from the past because your moon rules the house of uh, both the karmic past and the past, past this life or past other lives. Uh, and it can be someone who uh, a lot of feminine energy, probably a woman or women, and uh, it's someone who that doorway, when it opens up, it gives you uh, the opportunity to invest in ways that uh, are going to tra- not transform, but um, I want to say bring a tremendous energy and possibly tremendous publicity to your career or profession and possibly to you directly. So all of those things are statements. And it's all because of who you are, uh, not because of anything else. It has more to do with you than it does with anyone else. So let me just see where we have additional support of all of this because that will come afterwards from what I'm seeing. Oh, wow, yeah, and during this exact same time, this period I'm telling you about, the nodes are also active. So it's definitely going to be a connection with someone from a past life. There is absolutely no doubt about that. And it's the statement is that this person who comes in from this past life experience is someone who you both made an agreement in that life that you would pursue a dream in this life or you would help each other pursue a dream in this life. So that's the rest of this statement. And and, um, that's really quite impressive to see all of that. So That's very interesting uh, because in your... Equating that to a feminine energy too, because uh, yeah, I had uh, somebody who I never met that I was really looking to work with, and it didn't go right, <laughs> and so that stopped everything, and then uh, uh, it turned out not to be a good person <laughs> I was dealing with there. But uh, that could have the past life things that you're talking about, so that's interesting, but. Uh, this one, this one looks good to me, though. This doesn't look bad to me. This looks good. Okay, good. And and there's an additional statement that seems to indicate that this isn't really good. It's Chiron in the sky is activating Eris in your chart, and it's coming through the house of uh, joined or shared resources. Chiron right. is the one who is a healer, and Eris is feminine energy, it's the warrior goddess. And so where someone may have, and it wouldn't surprise me, I mean, it's so red when I look at it, um, that someone who might be female in this life or some other life who may have literally taken money from you, I mean, it looks to me like someone was just pushy-pushy and taken something from you. There's The statement is that this, time of this grand trying will heal that issue. Interesting. Well, I thank you very much for that, and I'll uh, leave a message for you so you can see how accurate you were, because <laughs> I, I am... No we wish you good good fortune, you, and, and thanks for being the guy on the call. We, we don't get enough guys. <laughs> well, there'll, there'll be more coming guys. and teaching them to 
really learned from the woman how to balance their divine masculine, divine feminine energies and to stop all the wars and stuff. But uh, it's, I think behind the scenes, it's getting there. I wish it would get out to mainstream media more because uh, people yeah. are just, they're not resonating with what they're here for. They're too caught up in the material uh, world. And, yeah. Uh, so. well, but, it is right, happening. I, it's, like you said, it is behind the yeah. scenes. But you know, when you take a look, you can see it. You can see it if you take the time to look. You have to look exactly. And, and and we're very powerful, and we can yeah. with our creativity when it's aligned correctly with the Creator, <laughs> we can do magical things. And you just proved it there with your reading. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's calling the... you. You take good care. You have a wonderful night. Thank you too, ladies. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Okay, we've got Allison next. Hi, Allison. Hi. Hi, Michelle. Hey. Love your show. I, I do astrology myself, so you can talk shop. And uh, I've, I've heard you before on the show. I just love listening to you. I really oh, enjoy well. your astrological um, perspectives and the information that you uh, deliver to uh, those who don't know astrology. That's always a challenge. I know that one. So uh, thank you. I want to say glad I got oh. Thank you. So You're what is your, your birth, Allison? Um, March 15, 1957. I have my chart here in front of me, as a matter of fact, too, so I can kind of follow along with what you are saying. Oh, uh, and what 11, time were you born? 11... Uh, I was born in Berkeley, California, at eleven eleven forty eight a.m. A.m. Yep. Okay. And that was Berkeley, you said. That's correct. In California. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Come on, fingers. You've got to work with me now. Don't understand what my brain is doing. It refuses to do the right thing sometimes. Oh, Lord. Okay, there we go. All right, let's see. So I had uh, an area of interest, so I'm just calling Yeah. Okay, so now where did you want me to focus? Well, uh, I'll be 63 with this next birthday. It's time for me to settle down somewhere in the United States where I can actually remain. I've moved about 62 times, so I am needing to stop doing that. I need to find a home. I need Mm. to find a place where I can stay and not move um, so much. It's just I have no Mm. more moves left in me. I have one more move left in me, and that's it. So this is the move that's got to matter. This has got to be the move that lets me stay. Um, I am... um, have a couple of places, not places. I have an area of the country that I'm looking at, and I could always, of course, stay in Arizona where I am. But that's not really feeling like that's going to be the best decision. I have about one year, I feel, to do this in, and I need to also get on with other things of my life. Creativity. I would love to find a partner in my life again before I die. Um, so this is next year is very, very pivotal for setting up my retirement, quote-unquote, golden years, which, by the way, 
is a total misnomer. <laughs> and um, really be in a space that allows me to breathe and to be and to create because my family has just destroyed my life. So I need mm-hmm. to like really move on from that to something that is good for my soul. So well, you're right like now. You're operating. You're operating yeah, in a, a grand trine right now. Uh, so really it, there's the Pluto. a Pluto moon. Yeah. Yeah. And right. That's node trine. And that right. could give you the doorway you're looking for. It's coming right. the south in your house of wishes and dreams. And right. uh, Pluto's coming through friends and connections. So it wouldn't be a move that would be somewhere completely unknown, but rather it would be a move to somewhere where you do know someone or you know someone. I, I never go anywhere where I know anyone. I make it up. Uh, I make it I'm, I always joke, wherever my family is, I, I go the opposite direction. So no, and the place that I have in mind is actually. It, it, it doesn't. The nothing here that says family. It, it doesn't yeah. have to be family. It has. To, it, I'm saying it would be a place where you would know someone, or a place that you yeah. is a place that has power for you. That's, uh, that that's would. Be a yeah. yeah, yeah. So I never uh, go anywhere where I know anyone either. I I am the I am like the the. Like the modern day hobo, like I go where I know no one, no one knows me, and I've done this probably about forty times in my life. <laughs> yeah, so well, I don't look. Uh, this is a time zone for you to go for it, uh, yeah. certainly. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it comes to a culmination uh, when right. Jupiter makes it to that uh, twenty degree point. So you've got between right. now. And uh, a year, a year from January or February. So you know right. that's that's time zone, and I would think yeah. you should be able to find something with no problem with all of that uh, time. Uh, it becomes incredibly uh, on the on the mark when we come into January, early January. When you have Saturn and Pluto together at 22, making that trine with the south mm-hmm. node at 22 and the north node at 22 and your moon at 21, right. and you progressed right. to Jupiter at almost 22. So right. that you should find it by then. That should be, I would be targeting that time zone. And, uh, you know, if you needed to tweak it further, you know, you could move uh-huh. to a city and then find that maybe the area of the city isn't quite what you wanted or right. maybe the location right. you found isn't quite, then your next doorway will be uh, around March of 2020 when you have Saturn, I mean, uh, Jupiter making the Grand Trine activity, and mm-hmm. that's the Grand Trine. And then, of course, Jupiter goes retrograde and will turn around and then come back right. to that 20-degree mark again or pretty right. close. Right. So well, you, that... Well, you, were you talking about this good stuff happening in December, January of this, this year? This January. Or? This January. January 2020. Oh, then I March, won't be ready then. Oh, no. This March is, this 2020 is and then, yeah. uh, uh, and then uh, uh, November of 2020. That's your, that is okay. uh, some of the timing you'll ever come up with. Okay. Right, right, right. 
I feel so I feel I feel that is the right timetable, but I don't feel I will have any opportunity to even go and do some exploratory traveling until probably I want to say September of next year of 2020. I and mean, that will literally be the time that I can go and see these places, you know, that are my candidates. And this is far away. This this is thousands of miles away. So it's not like I'm just driving down the road, you know. This is It doesn't surprise me. I mean, you have your moon Jupiter conjunct in the fourth house, and that's not right. usually around the corner. No, no. I've, I've jumped all I've, – I've lived every part of the – and lived in every part of the country about, and I've lived abroad, and I've traveled mm-hmm. abroad a lot. Mm-hmm. So I so really feel – November of 2020, you have Jupiter uh-huh. and Pluto conjunct at 22 degrees, activating wow. that grand sign. So you should That's you should perfect. have you should be be on it at that point in time. You should have it. That's the timetable that I feel is really appropriate, given everything that I need to take into account. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a major. Um, it's you know it's it's a major retransformation of my life, but setting me up for the next you know until I die, whenever that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It could be five years from now. It could be. You know, I don't really care when it happens. I just want to be in the right, in a good place when I die. That, a this place is, this I, like November is just like perfect for you. I mean, your progressive right. moon is even there. Uh, you've got Jupiter, Pluto, and the moon together, the progressive moon together, as they're mm-hmm. activating this grand trine. So you know, you'll you'll have it by then. But these other doorways of opportunity, even though you say you're not ready, I'm not ready. You yeah. you you. Certainly, be looking on the internet and maybe yeah. finding certain areas pop more during those times, and yeah. and you will end up sifting down until you get to September. Uh, you'll right. sift them down. So, and your That's trip right. will probably come in uh, early November or late September, and right. uh, and fo- formalize it in in uh, November. So, so yeah, so you're on the road to that. As for relationships, you know, you, yeah. you that, you know, Saturn, Saturn uh, is has been traveling through your seventh house. I never recommend anybody get into anything with it in that house, but you do have Saturn ruling that house. It yeah. is the ruler yeah. of that house. Yeah. So, but personally, what I would uh, say is, when you this doorway opens in November, that's mm-hmm. also an opportunity for you to connect with someone. What mm-hmm. you're really looking for uh, will happen, I would say, before it gets to 22 degree. Anytime uh, Jupiter mm-hmm. is in uh, the 15 to 17 to 24 zone, it's activating uh-huh. your Venus. And if it activates right. your Venus, there could be a right. doorway for relationship since you could fall in love. Venus rules your house of love. So. Right. So I would just be watching for that because it will be active next year. As soon mm-hmm. as it goes into uh, Capricorn, it's active. Uh, right. It starts to become active. So the dates right. that I gave you, it's it's going to be just uh, probably two weeks before any date that I gave you. So mm-hmm. it's also there. Right. And uh, right. looking at your natal Saturn, it's at 14 degrees. So this is why relationships are challenging to you. You get this... Uh, quincunx action between your natal Saturn and Venus, 
Venus is how you fall in love and Saturn is where you marry. And putting a quincunx there is a statement that says, I'm too stressed to ever do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, you, It's challenging for you. That's like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm not going to do it. And uh, I don't. you have to have something big that would break that. That's part of your natal chart and even You're the progress. The square. You're talking about the Saturn the no, it's not a square. square. Yeah, yes, it is a square. I take it back. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, yeah. No, no, it's, a it's not that bad. If it were a quincunx, which was what it looks like on the screen, it's not a quincunx. You're right. It's a square. No. Square is not as bad. You can overcome a square. Anybody can overcome yeah. a square. Yeah. So what right. I'm looking at now is where is your progressed Venus? Maybe it's already done it. Uh, progressed Venus is at six Gemini, and that's right. just make. Right. Uh, a wide orb opposition. It's not really opposing. It's just uh, it'll it, it will be opposing in five years, uh, but it's not yet. So yeah, right, right. It's in that early. It's in that really, really early Gemini, which is uh, uh, right. It's not a six. particularly uh, conducive to anything in my chart. <laughs> right. Whatever the planet is, it's just, there's nothing good that happens when that stuff starts. Hanging around in Gemini, <laughs> there's really nothing. It doesn't set off anything Actually, positive in, except for in the Leo. You know, that's it. In seven to nine years, in seven years' time, that Venus will be making a lovely trine to your Chiron, and that may help tremendously. Oh. Right, right, right. So you well, find some some things healing over the issues of intimacy that are messed up. Yeah, <laughs> I've been working on that since 2002. Yeah, well, it takes time. Well, I don't disagree with you. That's a tough, that's a tough one, Michelle. But anyway, yeah, yeah. we got to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. You, you, that November time frame looking at the astro was what I was getting as well. So we're on the same page with that. So I really appreciate the information, the validation, and uh, just chatting with you. And please mute me so I can keep on listening to the show, if you would. Absolutely. You take care. Great. Thank you very have, much. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye. Okay. We've got Casey here. I think. Casey, are you there? Yes. Thank you so much for taking my call. My birthday is coming up in a couple of months, um, December 26, 1967. December twenty sixth, nineteen sixty seven. Yes. So you're you're born yes. uh, the day after Christmas. Yes. Okay. And the time of birth? Six eighteen in the morning. Okay. And where were you born? In um, Oceanside, New York. Oceanside. Alrighty. Let's go take a look and and what did you want to kind of look at, Casey? Um, I guess love. If love is coming up, well, we don't have a lot of activity going over there. Let me just see if Mercury. You have Mercury ruling your house of love. Okay, uh, you have Gemini on that house, and. Uh, 
Well, actually, that's the house of marriage. You did say love. So Venus rules your house of love, and we could have activity there maybe. Right now, all the planets are just not uh, on that side of your chart, and they're all on the other side. Uh, Jupiter is getting ready to go over your ascendant, and uh, and it is uh, not in a sign to help. But let's see what we've got happening. When Jupiter gets to the 25 degrees of Capricorn, it is going to be activating your progressed Venus, and Venus does rule your house of love, which basically tells us there will be opportunities for love for you. So you do have coming up. And see, your Mercury is at two degrees of Capricorn. So actually when uh, Jupiter goes into Capricorn, there could even be an opportunity for you to connect with someone. Uh, you might not fall in love at that point. though. So let's go take a look at that. Uh, that's coming right up. And actually, when we take a look at it, that could easily be in your solar return which can be really a plus. So as we take a look, here it is at 2 degrees, you at 232. So December 13th, so by the time you get to your birthday, it's past. But let's see what it looks like for your birthday. I'm just going to go forward to where we have your birthday. So here we go, 359, that's close enough. Uh, Jupiter will then be five degrees, and so it might be hitting a midpoint here. Five degrees. Yeah, it could be hitting uh, a midpoint. It is not exactly active, but the moon is, and the moon could be pulling. You got the moon and the sun activating your Mercury for a whole year. So this could be a really good year for love for you. So going forward, yeah, a solar return for those that don't understand what the heck a solar return is. The sun returns to where it was when you were born every year. Uh, mm-hmm. It returns to the exact degree that the sun was at your moment of birth. And we do what we call a solar return. It creates a chart right for that moment, and it gives us a lot of information about how your year will be, okay? So that's what I was looking at for anyone who didn't understand what the heck I was doing. So as we go forward, what ends up happening is we are going to have activity of your your Venus. So here it is active. Uh, in the beginning of March. So let me give you a few dates here. Uh, let's see here. Yours is 2217, so we could go all the way back. 17. So it's active from March the 3rd and right through to... Right through to March the 17th, so St. Patrick's Day. So the beginning of March, the first couple of weeks of March, would be a time for you to make sure you connect, get out, and uh, uh, visit with people, socialize, because you could end up meeting someone during that period in time. And... uh, 
Venus will be traveling through your house of love at the same time. That's going on. So very, uh, there's some uh, real possibilities at that point. And it continues actually to be active. It's like there's a little break, and then it continues to be active again starting around the 21st of March right through to... Uh, let's see here. Right through to the to April the 13th, and I'll add something that during that period there's a possibility that you will connect in a way that actually you can find yourself becoming intimate with another person. So uh, that's a powerful statement. Yeah, and, because uh, I, it's it's been years, years I put off because. Um, I'm not setting a career yet, and I'm trying. I'm taking a class, which ends in a few months. People do that, and I I really recommend that, you know, you make sure that you know what your focus is and allow yourself to be open to let love come in even with that focus. As long as you have your focus, you can have love come into your life and See the person as someone who supports your focus. Because if there's someone who is supportive of what you're doing, you'll continue to get your career underway. It won't be so distractive that you will not have a career. Instead, they should be a person who comes in and is very supportive of, of who you are and what you're trying to achieve and admires the fact that you're doing that. So don't, don't shut it off. Um, give yourself the opportunity to have love come into your life. But these are these are key times for you, and then it will come back again, come back around, because like I said, Jupiter goes retrograde, as you heard me say to everybody else earlier. And when it goes retrograde, it will come back around. So let me bring it back. So here it becomes active again. Uh, October 29th, 2020, and it is still active on November 29th, 2020. So you've got a good run coming up. So make sure that you write those dates down and that you pay attention. Go out and socialize on those during those times. Don't say, well, I have to study tonight change the time that you're studying and make sure you go out and do your socializing, okay? Otherwise, well, you, you miss opportunities when they're best, okay? I know. I put it off for so long because, you know, um, I... Because you're Capricorn, I, I know. <laughs> Capricorn is yeah, very you good. Yeah, you want to feel, you know, Capricorns like to work. They like their career, oh, their goal oriented. They like and they like to know that they've got all their little ducks in a row, they build a very strong structure. That's what Capricorn does. And uh, and I don't deny your structure. I think that's very wise. But you also want to say, I don't want to miss opportunities when they open up. And so what you have to do is put that thought frame out. That it won't be a distraction. It will be a support system. See, a relationship is part of your support system. And if you can see it that way, then you can bring it in that way. Okay? Uh, that sounds really good. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's all, you know, we manifest everything in our lives, and it's all manifested based on the way that we project it out to the universe. So if you project it out to the universe that the only way that I can be secure the rest of my life is if I do everything right now and set it all up right now, and I have to just put my nose to the grindstone now. If you do that, then the universe will support you in that. But if you say to the universe, I can do all of that and have the support system I want at the same time, and that will actually help me grow faster and be more secure throughout my life. Put it out that way, now you're now you're attracting love into your life as well as building the structure. So it's all how we how we look at life, you know. That's why I always, you know, say when you're looking at life, make sure you're saying all the right things. Say to the universe, only the best of people come into my world, only the people who are supportive of who I am and and help me out as I go forward in life and people who I want to help out as well. And, and, And those are the kind of people who will come. So... Gotta tie it up, Michelle. Oh. I know. I, I agree. I agree. Good. Because you want well, that I balance. Good fortune, and I, I hope you do meet someone who is going to be the right person for you, so you can have a joy. What, what zodiac thing, sign do you think is best for me? Um, I'm not going to get into that right now because. Uh, it's just too involved. We're, we 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 don't just pick out a sign. It, it's so much more involved than saying, well, you know, if you go with this sign, it's going to be good. Uh, the only thing that I can say is, you do have a sun and a moon that are uh, trying to each other. So and they're in water and earth. So water and earth signs are good choices for you. I can say that. But uh, you're going to yeah. pick out a person because your mom and dad got along. <laughs> you you have an advantage over the many of us because moms and dads didn't get along. Yeah, I find that fire signs are like players. They're kind of dominant people. Um, They're not really and, for you. <laughs> no, an air it. sign. An air <laughs> signs could be um, kind of cold, you know, or. They're not balanced. Well, you have a preponderance of of water and earth. You guys, I'm so sorry. I'm going because Barbara's taking me away from you. Good luck. Take care. I'm taking taking everybody away from you. (laughs) Oh, it's that time. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm so sorry, but... um, you know, I, this happens every show. We get we get going, and then suddenly the board just fills up, and um, there's nothing I can do. I, there's only 120 minutes that I I have half of your time that I can dole out. But um, yeah. I want to thank you so much again for for being with us and sharing all of your amazing wisdom and and knowledge and abilities and talents and compassion and and laughter because, you know, you are a remarkable lady and it's so kind of you to gift us with two hours every every month. <laughs> mm. Well, it's, a, it's an honor, too, for me, so thank you. Thank you for doing well, all the work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ginny helped me a lot, too, so, you know, it was two of us working the board here. 
But um, <clears throat> we we look forward to having you back again next month, November. Oh my God! And um, and everybody, you know, chalk up the date and call in early and have all your birth information. And for now, good night, Michelle, and thanks so much for being with us again. <laughs>